In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you all. So you're all very welcome to our Mass today, a special welcome, of course, as we are back. So fall to Arash. And uh, it was lovely last night when I walked around to see the balloons at the door, a kind of a sense of joy and welcome, and it's great. And sure, no words of mine would really be able to express the joy that you're feeling today at being back at Mass Communion, and it's great, thanks be to God. I want you to remember Tom Collins being killed in his anniversary, and also James Collins, Drum Trasna. And to prepare ourselves now, we take a moment to ask God's forgiveness. You were sent to heal the contrite, Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. You're seated at the right hand of the Father, Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Let us pray. O God, who made your people partakers in redemption, grant, we pray, that we may always give thanks for the ascension of your Son. And we ask this to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. First reading, a reading from the Acts of the Apostles. So, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, Is this the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up towards heaven, Suddenly, two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
second reading, a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe, according to the, power, according to the working of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. Go, make disciples of all the nations. I am with you always. Yes, to the end of time. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus showed himself to the eleven and said to them, Go out to the whole world and proclaim the good news to all creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who doesn't believe will be condemned. And these are the signs that will be associated with believers. In my name they will cast out devils. They will have the gift of tongues. They'll pick up snakes in their hands and they'll be unharmed should they drink deadly poison. They will lay their hands on the sick who will recover. And so the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven. And there at the right hand of God he took his place, while they going out preached everywhere, the Lord walking with them and confirming the word by the signs that accompanied it. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> My dear friends, a book written, written many years ago about life in the Kerrigaltok described the tradition of the rambling house where people gathered in each other's or in a particular house at night to share and dissect the news of the day. And of course the star attraction would always be the one who came with a new story that no one else had heard, like the bright spark who turned up one night <clears throat> with the story of how the standard of baking had dropped so much since they changed the way that they cured it. God be with the days, he said, when the bacon was salted by hand on the kitchen table, put in the barrel and pickled, taken out and hung up on the crooks, up on the high ceiling. Bacon isn't the same since they changed the way they cured it. So nowadays, he said, what they do is they put all the bacon into a big container <clears throat> and they tow it out to sea and they drop it down to the bottom of the ocean and they leave it there for six months 
until it is well salted by the salt in the water. And then they lift it up and they tow it back. And that's the bacon that's in your table now when you sit down to your dinner. The woman of the house didn't seem to be as gullible as the rest and she wasn't biting. She wanted proof. What's the source of your story of the breaking news? And, of course, he had his answer ready. The Chronicles of Farpere, he said. I read it in the paper. That was the killer punch, the unanswerable proof. If it appeared in print, it was the gospel. Couldn't be challenged. There was no comeback. Maybe that story gives us a little insight into the trust that we once had on the printed word. Who would say today, well, if it appeared in the paper, it must be true. I don't think too many would. Like it or not, the media plays a huge part in all our lives. The good that the media does is beyond question. Good investigative journalism is the very lifeblood of a democracy, demanding accountability ensuring transparency, speaking truth to power, exposing scandals. And when you think of it, should people who are housebound or alone, the radio, television, social media, can be their only continuous human contact. So let's give credit where credit is due. The media does a power of good. But whatever good it does, the media, of course, has a responsibility to be fair, to be objective, to be truthful, and to be unbiased. And equally, all of us who receive, or as they say nowadays, are consumers of the media, we have a responsibility to bring our critical sense to what we see and hear, and to have a sense of balance evaluating what's coming at us. If I may paraphrase Chesterton, he once said, one of the weaknesses of journalism today, he said, is it can present a picture made up entirely of exceptions. It presents a segment of life, but only a segment. I think an example or two will help understand that. It's news if a man fell off a scaffold in Limerick yesterday. It's not news that no one fell off a scaffold in Dublin or a Cork. The number of divorces in Ireland last year is news, banner headline. The overwhelming majority of couples, the hundreds of thousands of them, who stayed together last year, that's not news. You don't get that headline. So news is reporting a segment of life, but only a segment. If we were to believe everything that we read in the papers, unless we're going to lose all faith in humanity, we ourselves have to ensure that we 
have a sense of balance in receiving it. On this communication Sunday, I'd like to say something to you about how words are used. Words are instruments. And like instruments, words can be used or misused. A syringe in a doctor's hand can save a life. The same syringe in an addict's hand can destroy a life. The same syringe in an executioner's hand can quench a life. Sadly, too, words are instruments, so they can be used or seriously, they can be seriously misused when used just to bandy about slogans, to inflame passions or emotions, to provoke reactions, and even sometimes to misrepresent the truth. Labels, tags, emotive slogans are dangerous and misleading. Just give you an example of how a word can be so misused. And I'll just take the word, an example of the word, liberal. Liberal describes a person who's broad-minded, who is open to new ideas and tolerant of old ideas, who respects the viewpoint of those who differ from them, and who allows people with differing values to cherish their own and respects them. Liberal and tolerant people are a tonic to be with, to be in discussion with, in conversation with, in debate with, or whatever. You could sum up their mindset or their philosophy in that powerful sentence. I disapprove profoundly with your viewpoint, but I will defend to the death your right to express it. I disagree profoundly with what you're saying, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. That's the true level. It's obviously a complete misuse of the word liberal to apply to those who tolerate others' views, but only when they agree with their own, who are quite intolerant of others' views when the other person's views differ from their own, and who are dismissive and disrespectful of other people's views, values when they don't share them. So on this communication Sunday, I suggest it's important for all of us to remember that words have meanings, precise and definite meanings. Words are instruments that can be used or misused. And misused, they can have sinister purposes and serious consequences. And in our time, we have plenty of examples of both, the good and the bad in the media. So we need to be alert and recognize it and call it out when we see it. But we also need to be very careful how we ourselves use words. There's a lot of wisdom in the old advice. Keep your words soft, 
and sweet because who knows the day down the road you may have to swallow them yourself in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen so now we ask you to please stand for the creed I believe in one God the Father Almighty creator of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen this communication Sunday and also when we celebrate the resurrection we now bring our prayers together to our Father for the church throughout the world for Pope Francis church leaders and Christians everywhere may they communicate the good news of Jesus Christ with courage and conviction. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all involved in the work of communications and media, especially during this pandemic, that their work may serve the cause of truth and justice and bring real benefits to all. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For a desire to be a faithful witness to the gospel, that people everywhere may hear God's good news for the world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Guide those who send out the message and all of us who receive it so that all people may come to know your truth and be renewed by your love. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Help us in all our interaction with each other to keep our words soft and gentle. Help us to listen not just with our ears but with our hearts. Help us to be loving of each other especially when words used carelessly or thoughtlessly make this more difficult. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. So now we take a moment to remember our own prayers and intentions for our Mass today. Lord, hear us. God, our Father, these are our prayers. We join them with the prayers and the sacrifice of our Mass for ourselves and for all, through Christ our Lord. Amen.
with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For after his resurrection, he plainly appeared to all his disciples, and he was taken up to heaven in their sight, that he might make us sharers in his divinity. So with great joy we join with the angels and saints and all our own who are with God as we say together, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You are indeed holy, Lord, fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we ask by sending your Spirit on them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread. And giving thanks, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. So as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have counted us worthy to be here in your presence. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Christ be brought together in unity by your Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your people throughout the world. Bring us to the fullness of charity with Francis, our Pope, and Don, our Bishop, and all your people. Remember... Tom Collins, Minkilla, and James Collins, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that as they were united with your son in a debt like his, they may also share with him in resurrection. And we remember all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray. That we bless the Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, the Apostles, all the saints who plead you through the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life. And praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. So we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day. In your mercy, keep us free from sin and protect us from distress as we wait in hope, the blessed hope of our coming, of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom. Lord Jesus, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your people, and graciously grant us peace and unity that are in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. May that peace of the Lord be with you all. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed all of us who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
us pray, Almighty ever-living God, who allow those on earth to celebrate these divine mysteries. Grant, we pray, that Christian hope may draw us onward to where our nature is united with you, and we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And I just noticed in the bulletin that the parish clerk's collection is on today. I know you're all very generous and appreciative of the parish clerk, so I just thought it would be good to just mention it. And next weekend we have Pentecost Sunday, celebrating when the Holy Spirit came on the apostles in Jerusalem and the, our church was born. Pentecost is a huge feast day, and to mark it and to prepare for it, uh, Bishop Brendan is offering an opportunity to all of us. So on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday of this week, there will be special little programs on every night. And you can tune into them on Limerick Diocesan website. On Wednesday night, you'll have Olive Foley, and you've all heard of Olive, the wonderful story she does in the area of bereavement. And then you have Aoife on accompanying young people. Jane Mellet was wonderful on environment, and Bishop Brendan himself on Saturday night. They're on at 8 o'clock each night. On the, um, you can access them through the Diocesan website and you're all most welcome. Uh, and just to clarify with our pods, somebody was asking about it last night, we can now welcome over 130 people uh, to each Mass in the church, and that's a total of 400 at the weekend between all the Masses, so there's plenty of room, and just for the benefit of those who are nervous about coming, come along, we'd love to see you. And in a worst-case scenario, were you to come and the church be full, which is unlikely, well, you can park in the church grounds, tune in to Radio 107, the parish radio. You will be able to participate directly in the Mass here in the church, and we bring Holy Communion to you in the car park afterwards. So we'd love to see you. Plenty of space. You're all welcome. Please um, remember in your prayers... Um, those who died during the week. Eileen O'Connor from Corrigine, Brosna, and uh, Michael Fox Hartnett from Drontrasna. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. And for those at home now, we join with you in an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are really present here in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things and desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you already here, unite myself wholly to you, never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. Finally, I think it's very appropriate today on Communication Sunday to have a very special welcome for all the people who have been for so long joining us, yourselves included, on the web. And particularly for those on Sunday morning who may just have the radio and be in their own homes. And we owe a depth of gratitude to John Keeley, 
in Radio West Limerick religious programming and all his team there. And we would just like to sincerely thank you, John, for the great service you have been doing and continue to do for the faith and for all of us in West Limerick. And may God bless you and Anne, and thank you very much. The Lord be with you all. And may Almighty God continue to bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And our Mass is ended now. We go in peace to love and to save the Lord and to bless the Lord. And it was coming. Yeah.